For those that were that missed it at the beginning of Mass, my name again is Father Stephen Weibel. I'm the new parochial vicar here. Or is it, if you like, the new Father Chris? <laughs> As I mentioned also at the beginning of Mass, I've had a long seminary career, seven years or eight years of seminary education. Started in Catholic University in D.C., and then I did four, and then an extra year, so a total of five years in Rome to finish two degrees over there. During that time, seminary in Rome, you might already know this, but our very own Father Bill, he's sent over to be a professor, a professor of advanced homilies. <laughs> they send in the big guns. Yeah, I know that's not surprising to you. They send in the best to teach us advanced homilies. So I had a workshop with him for a solid week, an intensive week. It was an excellent class. But if you don't like my homily, you know who to blame now. <laughs> but yesterday, Father Bill and I were in the chapel there at the rectory house where we live. We started chatting about the gospel for this Sunday. Felt kind of like class for a little bit there, but it was all right. It was helpful. We were chatting about, we both agreed, it's a challenging gospel for a homily. Why is that? Because Jesus here in this parable, this parable of the sower of seeds, who casts his seed in different parts of earth, Jesus in this, because Jesus explains that, this is the rare opportunity Jesus explains for us his homily, his, his parable. He gives the problems to receiving the word of God in our lives. He gives those three problems. Right? It's a lack of understanding the word, a lack of uh, well, the lures of the world, riches, uh, and the tribulations. These are the problems to receiving the word of God in our lives. But you know what he doesn't give? He doesn't give a solution. He doesn't tell us, at least not explicitly, he doesn't tell us how do we become that fertile soil that receives the word of God in our hearts and lets it bear much fruit. He gives us these problems, but he doesn't give us a solution. So what are we supposed to do with that? Well, the solution, when it's not explicit in Scripture, the best thing to do is go back to basics and just start with the fundamental things, like who is Jesus Christ? Who is he? Especially in this scene, he is the Christ. He is the Messiah. But in this scene, explicitly or specifically, he is a priest. He is a priest. No, he is the priest. Jesus Christ is the priest, the one only true priest. Myself, Father Bill, every priest you've met in this life, we're all just extensions of Jesus' priesthood, instruments. We're nothing if we don't participate in Jesus' priesthood. He's the one true priest, and what do priests do? They give homilies, of course, and that's what he's doing today. Jesus the priest is giving a homily in the form of a parable, in the form of a story to express a deeper truth or truths. But I've read about this passage, and the scholars are pretty clear on this and many other of the scenes of Jesus' preaching as a priest. They say, you know, whereas most priests have hundreds of homilies, you know, long ones, short ones, good ones, bad ones, hundreds of homilies stored in a database or stored up here, Jesus, the priest, has just one homily, they say, the scholars. 
one homily that Jesus keeps coming back to time and again throughout the Gospels. That one homily he keeps returning to is the Father. Jesus preaches the Father again and again. He never fails to mention the Father and the Father's love for us. Why? Because we so easily forget that we have a Father in heaven. We so easily forget that our Father loves us unconditionally, unbelievably so. So Jesus' one repeated message is the Father and the Father's love. Okay, so here we have this parable, this homily of Jesus in the form of the parable of the seed and the sower. Where is the Father there? He's the sower, of course. He's the sower, and look, look how he sows his seed, this sower. He throws it with abandon, haphazardly, without a care, seemingly. Throws it on rocks, he throws it on the pathway where it gets trodden upon, he throws it amidst thorns. It seems like he doesn't care, and the seeds, they're not free. In fact, to Jesus' time, they're expensive. But here he goes, just throwing, casting seed wherever he goes. That's an image of the Father. The Father and his love for you and me. Who casts his love, his grace, his word, all the same things, casts them upon us outrageously, in abundance, gratuitously, without getting caught up wondering, are we going to receive it or not? Is it, are they going to be thankful for it or not? He, he, he doesn't seem to care. He just gives. That's what he knows to do. That's all he knows to do is to give blessing, give love, give his grace to one and all. Just as the sower of the parable. Just as the sower. So the parable that Jesus gives us, he teaches us about the Father, his abundant, even wasteful love, we might say from a human perspective, just throwing it away, hoping that someone will pick up that love and return it, but not expecting. So we're taught this by Jesus. This is who our Father is. But we're also taught about ourselves, because we know that we are created. We are born to love and be like God, to be like the Father, to do as he does, especially when it comes to love, which is his forte. We are called to mimic the divine love. And doing so is when we become truly who we were born, created to be. When we don't love like the Father, at least when we don't try to love like the Father, we live as mere shadows of who we're supposed to be. But this image of the Father and Jesus' exhortation to us to live with the love of the Father, that is the key. That is the solution to the parable, to those three problems, lack of understanding. When we love, when we give ourselves away freely, carelessly, selflessly, we begin to understand the truths of the faith, those mysterious truths that sometimes boggle us, when we live that love abundantly, we begin to understand more and more. Tribulations of this life, sufferings, the very, very real sufferings of this life, that God knows above all how real this life can be challenging, full of sorrows. But when we live that selfless love, they begin to minimize the tribulations of this life. 
anxieties, worldly concerns, the, des the desires and attractions of this world also begin to find their correct place, which is a smaller place in respect to the treasures of heaven. This is what happens when we live selflessly. Again, at least try to live selflessly. Not expecting return when we give ourselves away to our friends or to our enemies, to our brothers and sisters. When we give ourselves away, we try to give ourselves away. That's how we begin to receive the word of God more. The grace of God. The love of God begins to permeate, break through our stony hearts and grow there. Develop roots and change our lives and change the world, change those around us because it's God's power at that point, not ours. I've attempted to follow our Lord Jesus, the true one priest in this homily, as I hope to do in all my homilies, always reminding myself first and hopefully you that we have a father in heaven that that father loves us unimaginably every day every second no matter what we do or will do he is our father in a very true sense jesus dedicated his time his public ministry on earth communicating that message i feel it's my responsibility as your priest to continue that and to say that following his love, the Father's love, that abundant love that we see in this parable today, following that model in our lives will give us wholeness, will fill our lives with the joy and peace, the peace that only God can give. You can't find anywhere else. That love, that selfless life with God's grace will make our hearts full.